It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, wow. Recorded live. No. 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 (laughs) All right. Who? 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 We know who. (laughs) Let's just start it again. Let's start it again. I didn't do anything. No, you didn't do it. It's fine. Everybody, this week, Soul Brother. We're coming at you live from the Cosmos, bringing news and reviews from Geek Old School. Here's a little laugh machine on the geek scene for a little funk and file frontier. Tonight's Tuesday, so every Tuesday, we talk about news. We talk about different topics. And uh, the reviews and trailers, you can find very open. And uh, everybody else that wants to comment, actually, I'm looking for writers. So if you guys are out there and you're listening, definitely if you want to do some writing, uh, com is your place. And um, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. If you have any questions or comments, email us at geekfoldbrother at gmail.com. And if you want all your nerdy news, definitely follow Five Nerdy Venoms, that's F-I-V-E, Nerdy Venoms, on Twitter, on Facebook, and uh, I, th- I think uh, the private uh, trying to generate Google like that, but, um, you know, follow definitely on Facebook and Twitter, and you definitely get all your nerdy news. So tonight, I don't know, I think this episode is going to go right out. <laughs> you want me to? Uh... I agree, I agree. I got to point out, it's a good thing we got interrupted by the talk show thing, because your first attempt at the intro was like, we only got like 5% of it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I planned that out. I plan. I planned it out. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're recording. We're doing. We're doing the talk show recording. So it's gonna. It's gonna be ready. A few minutes after we. Uh, after we terminate the call, but let's introduce my nerdy venoms. I, you know, actually, I'm calling in, so I can't even see y'all. But uh, from memory, we got the private. I know what you're thinking, because right now I'm thinking the same thing. Actually, I've been thinking it ever since I got here. Why or I'm gonna why did I take there. the blue pill? Uh, I'm going to let you finish there, but I think that you deserve the introduction here tonight. <laughs> okay, that was like a one. That was like a one-stop thing last week. So you know, or the week before. I don't. I don't know what you people are talking about. Beyonce had the best album of the year. <laughs> Every year. Every for he did that multiple times. This is not the first time he's done that. You guys know on the call. Right. You guys know that, right? <laughs> for those that actually watched it, he really didn't do it. It was a joke. No, he did that three years ago. I no, we all know Kanye doesn't know joke. So you guys didn't watch it. Anyway, All right, moving on, moving on. I just heard El Camino come in. 
Yeah, I'm here. What's up? That's all I have to say right all now. All right. <laughs> we got uh, we got M Dog. I'm here, award-winning motherfucker, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. Since this is recording through TalkShoe, there's a language issue. Uh, so watch the kids. Obviously, yeah. it's too late. Yeah, because of M Dog, but uh, yeah, 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 the language issue is mostly because of M Dog, though. So yes, watch those kids. <laughs> Temporary. Yeah. Canadians like snatching them away to the maple farm, so be careful there. Luckily, we got a explicit uh, uh, labeling on the podcast. But anyway, we got JD on the call. Hello. Hey. We got uh. We we got Toby Wanka Nobi. Um. Yep. We had him again. Hey. I guess we don't have Toby Wanka Nobi. And we got our cousin from Man Nation Revelation. We got Lord Dalek on call. I never, and, uh, I never knew the Moody Blues would send somebody to drink. That's funny. <laughs> and I think that's it. Uh, we don't have Shamar tonight. I believe. So, like I said, I'm flying blind, but uh, these guys are they 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 see themselves in the group and stuff. So, anyway, uh, as all get to our main topic before we get into all our reviews and so forth, we start off with the news. <laughs> Take it away, Kevin. Coming to you across the cross. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Private. All right, we begin tonight with the news that has geeked and splooging all over the internet since last night. Spidey is back under Marvel's umbrella, bitches. Yeah, the house announced yesterday that, that, that a deal has been reached with Sony regarding the web slinger 
that have become more clear throughout the day. Under the agreement, Marvel will have access to Spidey and everything within the franchise, as well as having Kevin Feige and Marvel Entertainment take over the reins of developing future Spidey films along with Amy Pascal. And it- Sony retains the rights to spy on and distribute all the As when will appear in the MCU films, but the evidence strongly indicates that it will be Civil War. Jonathan, you're going to have to say that all over again. Nobody yeah. heard. Yeah, yeah, you just completely cut out. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I'm telling. Something All right. All right. That, I will, I will restart it again. The House of Ideas announced yesterday that a deal has been reached with Sony regarding the web slinger that have become more clear throughout the day. Under the agreement, Marvel will have access to Spidey and everything within the franchise, as well as having Kevin Feige and Marvel Entertainment arranged developing future Spidey films along with Amy Pascal. Did you hear that so far? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Stay at that level. Okay. In exchange, Sony retains the rights to Spidey while funding and distributing all of the franchise films. Sony keeps all the money Spidey makes in the franchise movies, and Marvel keeps all the money that MCU movies will make with Spidey in them. Uh, it is unclear as to when Spider-Man will appear in an MCU film, but evidence strongly indicates that it will be Civil War. You mean I don't have my 21 Jump Street Spider-Man crossover movie now? No, no, you do not. Oh, man. The best news, the best news, Andrew Garfield is gone. Well, I think the better news is Mark Webb is gone. Well, no, we don't know that for sure. Again, details have indicated anything, but it's looking that way. They are looking at a younger uh, Peter Parker. Miles Morales. Why younger? Donald Glover. Donald Glover is all set and ready to take over the role. They're looking for a black guy. (laughs) Donald Glover is a black guy. Yeah, he'll be good for the role. I'm down, people. I'm down. (laughs) Breathe one at a time. And he's a guy. We know (laughs) it. Okay, apparently El Camino did not get the notice that we have uh, all have to speak one at a time. <laughs> Says the guy who likes to talk all the time. It is a segment that I have to talk. Well, look, man, I'm going to give my comments while I can. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Uh, Boom. Anyway, uh, on to other stuff. Uh, speaking of Marvel, they could have a director in mind for Captain America for Captain Marvel already. Uh, there have been unconfirmed reports speculating that the studio is eyeing Angelina Jolie to direct the film for reasons that they want a woman's narrative for the project. Oh. Well, only because I'm a girl, not because I'm gay. <laughs> well, exactly. That's just sexist. <laughs> It's ignorant. It's ignorant. You're all mean. Uh, Netflix is apparently developing a Legend of Zelda series. Uh, (laughs) 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 The streaming service turned studio is apparently developing a project as a more family-friendly version of Game of Thrones. 
nothing has been green with yet so on a whim. Let's let's and all say it together now. All together now, everybody. Well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I don't know. I think if anybody could make a Zelda project work and actually, like, you know, has a vested interest in making it work, it would be Netflix. Did, I mean, did anybody, did everybody miss um, family-friendly Game of Thrones? Is that possible? <laughs> I mean, I really. Well, you got, well, you got lagged out of commission for being. <laughs> right. Well, I was saying, I think it's possible that, like, you know, Netflix could get a grip on doing a quote-unquote family-friendly version of Game of Thrones for Zelda. No. Well, we'll it's see what happens. There. Show. Yeah. Well, is that? Is, it, that and again, it's that's what they're comparing it to, and we still don't know what's going to happen yet. So there's no there's no plot to Legend of Zelda. I mean, once you get <laughs> past the the fact that it's so copper so convoluted, like yeah. all these alternate cotton alternate realities and alternate timelines, the actual individual installments they don't have much in the way of plots. Man, I mean, they sh- they just should have said they were making like a Galavant. Uh, honestly. <laughs> Like, what I would like to see is just, like, you know, a 90s-style, Saturday syndication-style Zelda. Like, you know, Hercules, but, like, you know, with Zelda and Link going around and doing stuff. That was the cartoon from the 80s. Better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, DC is scrapping the new 52. Yay! Finally. (laughs) The old 52. Uh, in an announcement last week, DC will start will be starting fresh with all of their comics post convergence. Uh, starting in June, the, the publisher will reboot with 24 titles. Some of them having fresh starts with up and coming artists and writers. They will also yes, uh, they will also have a strong female presence with the new titles uh, as well. You know, with uh, Black Canary, Starfire, Starfire, and others uh, joining in with, with their own books. Okay. About okay. time, uh, DC actually gets a clue. Like, you know, hey, instead of like you know sending all of our female readers with like you know skimpy costumes, terrible plot, how about we actually like you know we talk to them at a level they agree with? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, one of the spearheads apparently is. Uh, Fab Star and and uh, you know Brendan Fletcher and a few others. So, uh-huh. so. oh, what fun! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, just go back to the old continuity. I mean, really? I don't have to equally, read... It's uh, equally convoluted. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, could Constantine be saved? Uh, yes. Uh, Screen Rant is reporting that NBC Universal is pondering moving the Supernatural series to sci-fi, where it will have less risk and more creative freedom, and will be renamed Hellblazer. The reasoning behind the move is that even though the series has performed poorly to their standards on NBC, it is it is impressed with the following it does have. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, but why Hellblazer? 
Because that's the original, original proper title. name of the series, which means John oh, Constantine okay. can smoke. <laughs> yeah, well, he smokes now, but not as much as you know he should be doing. <laughs> not I as mean, much. It's a, it's a series from the '80s. It's like yeah, before yeah. DC canceled it for the new Fifty Two, it was like over two hundred issues long. Yeah, yeah Hellblazer. Yeah, Hellblazer was actually the first uh, Vertigo title, but it was that's a predated Vertigo. Vertigo. Yeah, it yeah. started with Sandman. Yeah. Wait, yeah. no, it didn't. It started with Tim Hunter, didn't it? Uh, well, no, actually, the character uh, yeah, Kathy was created by Alan Moore for Swamp Thing. Yep. Oh, that's right. I completely forgot yep. it in the that yep. how, yeah. how can Constantine not be doing well uh, uh, in the time slot that it is before Grimm? That's why I'm wondering. Well, he has extremely low expectations to begin well, with. Well, no, no, no. Here's the thing. They are wanting the ratings same day. They're, meanwhile, the people who are watching this show are majority watching it three days later or seven days later. So basically they're watching it via PVR, which is, no, not, it, which is what they don't three want. Days later. Or not but no, they, the more, actually more and more people are counting plus three and plus seven ratings. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. still, advertisers still care more about that same day rating. Exactly. So. They need to let that go. <laughs> I think you better let it go. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, if you do the art, you're not watching the commercials anyway, so. Exactly. Uh, John Wick will be receiving a sequel. Uh, the studio yeah. announced. Yeah. <laughs> How? That movie made no money. <laughs> it, it, it made it made back it. in home markets. So. Yeah. I guess it did. The studio announced that, that the successful action film, it has been considered successful, it we'll, receive a, we'll receive a sequel, which is already being written. Yeah. They're going to kill his cat next. Did you know that the writers were actually stuntmen previously? Uh, I'm pretty that's sure that's that. Wittorella, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah no, that's they, awesome. I, I read up on them, and they were previously stunt uh, men, both of them. And that's yep. why they did such great action scenes, etc. But they're writing it from their point of view. Yep. Awesome. God sense. bless them. I know. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, sure. uh, some other television news. Jamie Alexander will be returning to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. during the second part of the season. She will be returning to Earth without her armor or memory when she is found. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Naked? <laughs> I guess so. I'm watching. She's gonna be naked. She's naked. She is naked <laughs> under her clothes. <laughs> she is naked under her clothes. <laughs> she's gonna be a VH1 naked date. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna be nude. She's gonna be naked. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Metallic Carnage Fest, known as BattleBots, is the TV. The Fight Fest will begin airing on NBC over the, ABC over the summer with six episodes starting. It's, it's going to have our Dissector and uh, Gladiator and uh, Son of Waiachi, I tell you. Yeah. You know, if it's not Pacific Rim, I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that was the other series that was on Sci-Fi. The, you know, yeah, a lot of people don't remember there was like this brief period in the early 2000s when suddenly every network was making like robot combat shows. Yeah. And oddly enough, Comedy Central was the first one. I still don't get why that happened. Joke. Yeah, exactly. They it didn't is. even make it as a joke. They played it as serious the entire yeah. time. Yep. Uh, John was a joke. <laughs> yes, exactly. Was a joke. 
Peter Petrelli himself, Milo Vilo Ventim. I can never pronounce. Yeah, thank you, Pelicano. <laughs> we'll be heading to Gotham as a character that is unique to the series. Finally, uh, Bubble yeah, Man for all of five seconds until they have it handed to say who he really yeah. is. I am Water Boy. go ahead. I didn't see this week. But what the hell? What the hell happened with the Boko Haram people? Oh, oh God. <laughs> wow. Suddenly, Fish Moody is sitting around her junk and suddenly Captain Phillips. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, really? I may have to get back to Gotham. I topped out weeks ago on it. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I missed it. Uh, police in Pennsylvania. Like no, no, wait a minute. Dalek, you're mixing two terrorists. No, you see, it's like they're on a boat. You spent the Nigerian Nigerians, but it's like Boko Haram people around. It's the other side of the swinging continent. It's like three thousand. It's like five thousand miles distance. Like, damn! How the makers of the show to know which terrorist groups they are? Well, like, how did you? It's like how did you? It's like how did you get to the western uh, part of Africa in like a day? Because the world is round. It's not flat. I got your back, darling. <laughs> uh, Magic. <laughs> uh, fans of the fans in the cast of Grimm helped raise money for a Portland Children's Hospital uh, over the weekend. The fundraiser, coordinated by Captain Renard himself, Sasha Royce, uh, raised over three hundred thousand dollars for the OHSU Dornbecker Children's Hospital in the city where the series is filmed. Portland, Oregon. Scaring them to death. Is, is, is Grimshaw in Portland? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I, that's cool. I mean, I, I, I mean, I know Dork I used to live around that part of town. So. Yeah. No, it is filmed in in uh, Portland. So. They took it home. They took it home, darling. Yep. And finally, a dedicated fan of Star Trek built the USS Enterprise out of Legos. Oh boy. Oh yeah, uh, that never happened. Yeah, uh, well, check this out. <laughs> well, no, here's the kicker. The replica was built using 18,000 pieces. That's a, that's a shit ton of pieces. Um, it's a shitload of money. Yeah, measures, at, measures at 68 inches long with the saucer circumference at 29 inches. And it took the builder eight months to make, including uh, vacation holidays. The sad part is some random asshole came along and decided to reenact the ending of Star Trek Three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> As he yelled out the detonation codes. <laughs> oh, oh man! One new take commentary from the. Five Nerdy Venoms. Check us out on Twitter at Five Nerdy Venoms. That's F-I-V-E Nerdy Venoms. Or Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Five Nerdy Venoms. Again, F-I-V-E Nerdy Venoms. And that is your news for this Tuesday evening. Come My God, folks. What have I done? Oh. on two. <laughs> I have had enough of you. He's just standing there, bones is beside him, like, there's nothing you can do. You, you make a way out of no way. 
<laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm still waiting for the guy that builds the Enterprise out of Lego. Like, the walking, like, you can walk through it, the doors slide open. I'm waiting for that guy. Uh, that guy would have no life. <laughs> the guy that built this one has no life. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, if the one he built was a cutaway, I've been, I would have been surprised. But what would you expect a guy building a one-for-one replica of Enterprise to have in terms of a life at that point? Yeah. Well, well it's better than building a one-to-one replica of Star Trek Voyager. Uh, well, anything is better than building the Voyager. That's like uh, that's hilarious. All right. Let's move on. Did anybody see any trailers? I did not. I don't remember any spectacular trailers, but maybe you guys called me. Daredevil. Daredevil. Okay. Didn't we talk about? Oh, yeah, we talked about the teaser. No, it I came. I thought we talked about the whole thing. We did talk about the whole thing because we talked about the uh, the suit, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We yeah, yeah okay, never mind. That's right. Yes. Okay. Never mind. I'm. I'm a little bit behind. Uh-oh. It's a yeah, it's a wow. Oh, well. Oh, Fuck. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't really see any trailers. Uh, straight out of Compton? Any major trailers, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Straight out of Compton, oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Straight out of Compton. That was, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Cube and, uh, 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 hey. right. yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. I still um I don't think I'll watch the whole thing. I have to go back and watch the whole thing. But uh yeah, not too many trailers came out. Did have a fun time. Saturday Night Sci Fi was pretty fun. Showed um what was it, uh um Son of Ingahi, the first black science fiction horror film. Uh had an all black cast. Wasn't a black director though. But Spencer Williams, uh, he wrote the film and he started in and as, as a uh, goofy cop. And this film was 1940. This was one of the this was the first sci-fi horror film with a black cast. He had a, a female uh, uh, Dr. Frankenstein type figure in there, and you know, you know little, little little nice little couple, you know handsome, pretty little couple or whatever. It was fun. It was fun. And at that, it was, uh, I did a little surprise tweet of uh, Space Traders, which was one of the, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, oh, shoot, I can't remember it. It was uh, George Clinton. called something Maggie not Maggie Green, that was their album. That's George Clinton's album. Um shoot, I can't remember. But look at Face Traders. Uh I think it was nineteen ninety five or ninety four, something like that. Ba- basically uh aliens come down and say, uh we're, we're gonna give Earth all food and you know, we're gonna totally erase pollution and give you guys free energy, everything. Just uh United States you have to give up all your black people. Yes, yeah, oh it's cosmic slop. 
Cosmic Swap. Thank you. I remember that Cosmic episode because it was just so ridiculous that ending. Yeah, it was, well, it would be, you know what? <laughs> that crack would happen. <laughs> Except for maybe the white people on this podcast and some of the <laughs> white brothers and sisters out there listening. I'm sure there's some people out there that would be like, hey, aliens, take off. Take them all and give us all the free food. <laughs> but uh, we had a good time. We had a good time live tweeting it this weekend. I don't know. I might give everybody a break because of Valentine's. Uh, but I did have lined up a, a little romantic sci-fi called Timer, which is kind of uh, interesting, little, little independent joint. So, you know, tune in. Saturday Night Sci-Fi, do hashtag Saturday Night Sci-Fi, do it at uh, uh, 9 p.m. Saturday night. And Jamie does a, um 80s live tweet, hashtag 80s live tweet at 7 p.m. So you guys can check that out. Also, Black Girl Nerds does that. Um, yeah, that was about it for that stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, Rob, yeah, because Big Bob and Rob wants to go into the Jupiter something uh, review <laughs> ASAP. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Hello? 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 I know. Hello. I'm sitting there going, there's nobody talking. I can't tweet <laughs> if you guys talking. Dead air. Dead air. Hi, I was talking. You dropped us all again. But Skype is picking you guys up just fine. Like yeah, Skype is working fine. It's just that call. Like dead air. Dead air. No, I just stopped talking. I was just my mom <laughs> Henry just stroked out there for a minute. Oh, <laughs> oh, Did you guys let Big Bob Rob in? Uh, he's calling in right now. He's so, oh, okay. He's well, calling well, while, he called, while he's calling in, while he's calling in, box office told this weekend. We got SpongeBob. Uh, I'll put us on hold. Who put us on hold? That would be uh, Toby One Kenobi himself. <laughs> Who's on the oh, ones and twos tonight? Hey man, this is why this, this is why I let Toby do it so that he could get some practice anyway. Coming in at number five, we got coming in at number five. We got Project Almanac made five million dollars. Actually, I think Project Almanac made all its money back. You know, fifty yeah. million. So, um, yeah. Tankton, came in six. Wedding Wedding Ringer came in seventh. Uh, was this um, Imitation Imitation Game came in eighth. Black or white ninth and. Uh, uh, the yeah. Cougar movie, Boy Next Door, came in 10th. <laughs> and that was about it. All right, you I completely missed this wonderful discussion of number three. Jupiter Ascending? 
Yeah. <laughs> How well did that movie do? It did eighteen million. Totally yeah. awesome. Yeah, budget one hundred seventy six. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it twice in my sleep. <laughs> yeah, I slept through it the first time, and I decided I had to review the movie, so I slept through it again. <laughs> That's hilarious. So we actually have somebody other than Big Bob Rob. We have somebody that actually saw it, and maybe he could give us a review. Not too long of a review. We don't want the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hello? Oh, what? Go ahead. All the uh, eyes of the nation are on you, sir. Well, Toby, right. before you before you do that, Toby, uh, bring Robin. <laughs> there he is. There. <laughs> yeah, beard. No, I definitely want to hear what. I'm on camera. I definitely want to hear what Bob Rob has to say after. Uh, hey, Rob. Hey, Rob. Hi. Robert. Hey, family, what's happening? Oh, whoa, whoa! What's the government? Hi, y'all. Bob Rob, Skype is back. Skype is acting up for us a little bit. Big Bob Rob, acting up a little bit. So, uh, we're we're trying to talk one at a time. We're trying to be as good as the Black Geeks. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. That's a uh, quite a high bar to reach. <laughs> well, well, it see, is. I'm not. I'm not steering the ship much these days, so you know, I, it may. It may change. <laughs> Our ship is never steered, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, we we got more. It wherever the hell, yeah, we, no, it just goes wherever the hell it wants. We just oh, go, no. yeah. What are you talking about? We're still we're the we're we're the band that's still playing as as the ship hits the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we're on the Titanic and we're the band. I see. That's hilarious. So El Camino first, because I want to hear I, I want to hear Bob Rob's response to El Camino. This should be very entertaining. Oh, this is going to yeah. be great. Oh, I'm getting my popcorn ready. Hey, I get the popcorn too. <laughs> so El Camino, Jupiter ascending. What do what do you think about it? Okay. The first 15 to 20 minutes, as I told you in a previous conversation, sucked. Like, it was straight out of a Cinderella story Com- slash Annie slash Made in Manhattan. I was like, what the hell? Oh, I, 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 thought was tra- I thought it was straight out of Compton myself, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow, wow. That's whatever. So I was like, yo, this movie really, yo, like you, yo, these guys are gonna hand, yo, uh, yo, are gonna put my head on a platter come Tuesday, and I'm gonna deserve it. But then out of nowhere, it started to get better and whatnot. Um, the story began to flesh itself out. Unfortunately, it took a good twenty, it took a good twenty minutes for it to begin fleshing itself out. But once the story started fleshing itself out. It got, you know, in my opinion, it got good. Um, what's the name? The special effects were visually appealing. The action, you know, the action sequences were good. And, you know, the um, actors and actresses, for the most part, they did, an, you know, they did an okay job. They didn't do a great job. Like the, um, the, the overseers of the galaxy or whatever, I guess the royal, fan, um, the royal family, 
they, uh, you know, for the most part, they were a bunch of douchebags, and they got what they had coming to them. <laughs> they, you know, in the end, they got what they had coming to them and stuff. For the um, most part, and that, don't don't spoil it too much yet. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm really, I'm really not giving anything away and stuff. Um, as far as the, you know, as far as the aliens that were a part of the galaxy. I found that rather, you know, amusing because, you know, so, you know, a lot of those characters actually took me back to my childhood, you know, based on what these aliens look like or whatever. Some of them look like, you know, car- you know, some of them look like they came out of cartoons that I looked at, you know, when I was a kid. Some of them look like they came straight out of a comic book or whatever, you know, in terms of like, you know, the different types of alien or humanoid hybrids they had throughout the galaxy or whatever. Um, I'm not. I can't say the premise of the story. Overall, the highest rating that I could give it was three and a quarter cosmic afros. That's the highest that I could give it. Ooh. And stuff. Would I pay full price for it? No, I. I actually didn't pay full price for it. Whatever. What you, you never did full, full price for? It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, if, you, if you're gonna see it, I think this. I think for this movie, it's more. You know, like this, you know, this movie geared more towards like you know the teenager and young adult crowd as opposed to, uh, like, you know, our, you know, our age group or whatever. So, so basically over- people like good movies, in other words. Say it again? So so people who like good movies, in other words. John, you <laughs> take- <laughs> <laughs> John, you That's hilarious. It's a good day, man, so, you know. Hey, hey, I watch, hey, I watch. I actually watched a good movie over on Sunday, and that was Birdman. Thank you very much. So, oh, I got to see Birdman, yo. Got to see Birdman. <laughs> Isn't it on video already? Did you like rent it? Bird- uh, no, it's still they're still showing it up here. So, oh, hmm. Birdman and John Wick, yo. Got to buy those DVDs. Yo, uh, El Camino. Just real quick, was there any twist to the story? <laughs> the fact that it was made. No. <laughs> I mean, I want to say, I want to say, you know, I want to say there weren't necessarily any twists, but they did, you know, based, you know, based on the story, they did leave themselves open to a sequel. God, no. not so, really? Yeah. Should they, should they decide to come out with one? They did leave themselves open to the sequel. Like I said, I don't want to spoil the movie, but based on your, but based on the, um premise of the movie, they do leave themselves open to a sequel if they want one. You know, That's interesting. Bob, Bob Arad. Yes. <laughs> what did you think? Um, <laughs> you also saw Jupiter Ascending. Did you see Did you see it with one of your fellow black geeks? Actually, yes. Uh, Potbelly and King Face. We, we all went uh, and saw it. And but before you go in, what was the overall consensus? Well, first of all, I think El Camino has an affinity because since the El Camino is a car-truck hybrid, I think he has an affinity <laughs> for hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think he may be slightly predisposed to uh, leaning toward this, the, the, the man-wolf hybrid slightly. Uh, but <laughs> uh, I, I think, okay, here's my thing. I w- what I would like to do is I would like to take all the sci-fi, all the tech, all the wearable gear that they had in there. I want to take all that sci-fi battle scenes, everything, strip all that out, and then write a completely different movie around all the sci-fi. 
Because yeah. I, I just, I, I just, the acting, I don't think that they really, I don't think the writing was that great. I mean, the, he, the, it was really predictable. Um, I thought it was, the, the romance was very rushed and fast. I mean, it was just like, almost like she had Stockholm syndrome. I, I mean, it's like she, you know, she, she, you got this, you got this girl and she gets hooked up with these Abraxas family and they're all loony. And then you got the guy, you got the guy who is like the, the really bad guy, the really bad guy, the really truly nutty guy, the entire family who basically loves Lord Baltimore a whole lot and just sounds like him the entire freaking movie. <laughs> oh my God. And then yells. So I, I, I had a, I, I mean, okay, from the side, that's the thing. This movie, from the sci-fi aspect of it, I really enjoyed the sci-fi aspect of it. I just thought that the the writing was didn't lend itself to tell a really good story. I don't think the acting was very good. I think one of the things I wrote in the review was like she changed outfits more times than Padme did. I mean, it was just like crazy. She came out with a new outfit, a new hairdo, and never asked for a clean pair of underwear. It's, it's just ridiculous. So, I mean, I'm just like, I, I just, it was, I really wish that the story was as good as the sci-fi. The sci-fi was so well thought out. The tech was so thought out. Um, it was great to see black people in space. It was great to see, like, other races. Um, and even just the concept of the ships and how they moved. I mean, it was brilliant. But then they had this weak story around it. I was just like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. So, you know, I, it was hard. I think that as a consensus, um, I think King Face graded it low at one Cosmic Afro, but I think that we agreed as a group we put it at 1.5 Cosmic Afro. Wow. That ties, the low, that ties my all, the all-time lowest record rating in the history of this program. Yeah. I gave a zero once. No, I get it. The lowest I've ever given is one and a half for Man of Steel. Oh, yeah. man. I, li- I like that sci-fi a whole lot. I just, there was just too many. Somebody give a 0.5. Something a 0.5. Yeah. One point. One point. <laughs> one But they wasn't me. Apparently, I apparently, oh, am I the only one that hearing JD break up? Yeah. You know, I, 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> right. like I don't know. Yeah. Do you do you think that uh do, do you think that this could have been an epic story? Do you think they could have made an epic story out of this or, or out of all the tech and the sci-fi and stuff like that? I think I don't, it's hard to say because the, I think the overall story was a bit rushed for what they were trying to achieve. 
So I, I think definitely from a sci-fi aspect, from it, from how much detail and thought they put into that side, the the tech elements of it. I mean, it's almost like two people wrote it. Like one person wrote the romantic side and one person wrote the sci-fi side. But that's probably I, what happened. It probably is what happened. But I think that it it probably had the potential if if maybe. Um, Kane had a little bit more feeling if they gave him more depth. I don't really feel they gave him a whole lot of depth. And then, and then, then the ending was just the ending was. I mean, oh, the ending. But anyway, wow. I was just really? like, really? Yeah. I mean, but it just it 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 was it was the safe ending. It was the because El Camino because El Camino said it left room for a sequel, right? Well, yeah, it, yeah, it leaves room for a sequel. Yeah. Mm. Well, I hope they made. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. That was eighteen million dollars for opening weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, no, less. no, no. You have to say it like this: sci-fi space movie got beat out by a sponge. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It got wiped. Yeah, it got. Yeah, it got wiped out. It got wiped out by a sponge. <laughs> and that's not for. Now, I did have the question, and obviously we got the answer, that Jupiter Ascending still beat out Seven Sun. Yeah, by a couple bucks. No, no by twice no, as much. Nine, by nine million. Yeah, well, by twice as much. Uh, you know, by 11 million almost. 18 versus... Seven. I don't think it had enough commercials. What So, I, I guess that's it. I guess that's it for Jupiter Ascending. Can you guys hear us? We all hope yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> okay, because I couldn't hear you guys for a second. Moving on to our main topic, the rise and fall. Because because we're talking about Jupiter Ascending, uh, it was directed by the Wachowski siblings. They used to be brothers, but then uh, Lana Where? got a change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the brothers decided he was a sister, and therefore, there you go. The bro- Yeah, exactly. Guy decided, you know, he, he felt like he was a woman. He made that happen. Now he's Lana. Now yeah. she's Lana. So yeah, he, yeah, um, he made it happen with the with the Matrix money that he made. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so the Wachowskis. What, I, I'm gonna go down the filmography, but the rise and fall of the Wachowskis. I want to go around the table and see uh, if everybody agrees that there has been a falling, as a matter of fact. I want to start with Toby Wan. Has, have, have the Wachowski fallen from grace, from filmmaking grace? Yeah, they made the Matrix. Okay, enough said. Yes, they they, they fallen. <laughs> <laughs> That was helpful. <laughs> yeah, that was that was real insightful there, Toby Wan. <laughs> hey, anybody, if you don't know, just go watch the trilogy and you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, yep. 
Because they you know, because they progressively got worse. Like the last mm-hmm. one sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's El Camino saying it sucks. That's not... Uh, <laughs> that's bad. Exactly. That's yeah. bad. I can so El Camino, El Camino, go ahead. What, what, have, have they fallen from grace completely? Like, was there anything redeeming or... If, if, we're, if we're basing it from, like, you know, the Matrix trilogy up until now, yeah, because even during the making of the Matrix trilogy you know, they progressively fell. Like, you know, the first one was by far the greatest. The second one was good, but, you know, but, like, you know, left you, you know, left you kind of in limbo because of its continuance to the third one. And then the third one, man, like, it just, like, yo, cracked out. Like, I constantly tell you, man, the ending killed that entire movie for me, man. Like, it was a typical Roy Rogers riding off into the sunset type ending. And I was like, what the F is this? Like, is this really how, like, the, you know, is is this really how it, you know, you know this um, trilogy is going to end after having such a strong beginning? So yeah, from that point on, um, it, you, know, it, you know, it was a steady decline. Speed Racer was just a whole bunch of like you know um, CG, you know, you know, you know CG tricks or whatever. So like I wasn't, you know, I re- you know, besides the eye candy, like I really wasn't mesmerized by that. Eye candy and, that caused seizures. What are you talking about? <laughs> that, was, that, that was a stunt. It, it was like, like, can we do a movie, huh? Yeah, it's, yeah. That, that, that was like a whole, like, diabetes on, on film yeah. kind of. Yeah. Experiment. yeah that, you know, that's, all, yo, that's all it was. It was a whole bunch of, it was a whole bunch of like, you know, eye candy or whatever. Jupiter, you know, as, far as, as far as Jupiter Ascending goes or whatever, like, this is, you know, this is the, the most recent one that they've done or whatever. Like I said, the first 15 to 20 minutes really, really sucked. Yeah, but you gave it a three two five. So are are they are they are they not falling anymore? Say it again. Are they not falling anymore? You gave it a three two five. So are they getting better again? They're not made. Yo, they're, they're they're not first Matrix good, but they're better. Yo, but they're yo, but this but Jupiter Ascending was better than Speed Racer. I would say, I would say, they're climbing. They're, yo, I would say they're trying to ascend. You know, Dalek. Well, <laughs> I, I, I think you can, you could literally pinpoint the, the moment when the the Wachowskis literally lost it for everybody in one line at the very end of the Matrix Revolutions, and that, of course, is Neo. I believe. <laughs> you can fly. Uh, I was waiting for Kelly to pop out somewhere. And I'd like to point out, I, I say this as, and I like Speed Racer. I know like, everybody hates it, but I like the movie. Um, so does Hulk Man. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look, you, you, they fall, you look at, the beginning with that, from that movie, you go on to the, their awful version of V for Vendetta. I know they're not credited as directors. Everybody knows they directed it. I love V for Vendetta. Uh, the, compared to the comic book, it totally misses the point. Um, Still a good movie. Yeah, but the movie itself the movie is a cult is classic. Yeah, it sure is. And then you got, like, what is it, the remake of, oh, I mean, okay, this, again, it's them taking over somebody else's movie because he completely, he, Flew the coop or something. They had the invasion, which was basically just a really bad invasion of the body snatchers. Oh God! Yeah, I watched that. Oh, oh. 
Yeah. Did they direct that though? I don't think they, 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 they directed they, they, they did actually. They did. They took over at the very end uh, because they. Okay. They, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. They're uncredited, but they did take over. Right. Um. Um. That's why a lot of people don't know about that one. Uh, Cloud Atlas made absolutely no sense whatsoever. No. Okay. I'm sorry. I like. <laughs> I like Cloud Atlas. Oh, you know there's a. We can get into it, but not everybody hates Cloud Atlas. Yeah, I was going to mention uh, the Netflix CEO was talking about Cloud Atlas. He said there's actually a four-hour cut, and he wants it for Netflix. It's just a matter of getting Warner Brothers to agree to the deal. Oh, oh. he said it's like a like vastly better than the original cut. Oh. That would be interesting. That well, would be interesting. That, that's funny. That ties into my 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 analogy for the Wachowski brothers. Uh, in the late 70s, there was this guy, this director named Michael Cimino, who made a film called The Deer Hunter, which won all these Oscars. It was considered the best film in 1970 and so on and so forth. And then right. while he's right, what, right as he wins his Oscar, he signs his deal with United Artists to make this film, this Western. It's going to be the biggest Western of all time. Oh, it's going no. to win so many awards. You already know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, and that movie comes out, and it's it, it's a, it's Gets, it, they, it spends years in post-production. The studio pretty much goes bankrupt as a result of it. Uh, and everybody hates it. It's a film called Heaven's Gate. And this is basically Heaven's Gate all over again. What? Um, uh, Cloud Atlas? No, not Cloud Well, Cloud Atlas partly because there's like multiple cuts of Cloud Atlas. But the fact is, Warner Bros. is about to take, it's going to take a dive on Jupiter Ascending. So it's like, don't make people, the lesson of, of Heaven's Gate was don't make movies like Heaven's Gate. The blessing of Ju- Jupiter Ascending is do not make movies like Jupiter Ascending. Yes. Do you agree that they have fallen since The Matrix, right? Yeah, they peaked at The Matrix, and it's been a downward slide ever since. So, and, and answer me this. Why... Why did the studios give them $135 million to make Jupiter Ascending? Why are these guys continually getting, getting work? Lana, uh, hate them. Uh, I was going to say Lana gave someone a blowjob, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I couldn't give them that much problem. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't think that would be worth... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would be worth uh, no. So, I mean, it's the same so, reason they, yeah, gave, the, like, they kept that? giving. Uh, it's the same reason they kept giving uh, Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich piles of money after Independence Day. Everyone's hoping to like you know catch lightning in a bottle once again. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like it's like more than ten years later. It's like what sixteen years later, right? Fifteen yeah. years later. Well, Jupiter Ascending was last year, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to get. I'm sorry, not to cut you off. They're trying to get them to make another type, you know, a Matrix type movie. Like you know, like you said, it's lightning in the bottle. It may never happen. But when it comes to the movies, you know, when it comes to the movies that you just mentioned, like Deeper Vendetta and Cloud Atlas, those are yo, yo, those are two still very good and respectable movies. They're not Matrix caliber movies or whatever, but they hold their own weight. I wouldn't say Deeper Vendetta does, but I mean, I'm with Dalek in the same book about the comic being vastly better. Yeah. Can I say one well, thing? Well, yeah, there's always there's always a prejudice with the comics and stuff. Private, what um? Oh, 
Well, well, Rob, Rob, yeah, Rob has something to say. Yeah, Rob. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bob, Rob. I'm sorry. No, I will. I will. I just want to say one thing about it. I, I, I think that maybe they're missing their brilliance. I, it appears that their brilliance is definitely in the sci-fi, in the futuristic concept. I think that right. if they would relegate the rest of the story writing to somebody else, I think if right. the, if someone wrote a story and said we want to write a beautiful, romantic, drama-filled space battle theme war, and we need you all to write and think about all the techie, geeky crap to go into it. And we'll write some touchy-feely parts of it. I, so to say they have they fallen, I think they've just, I think they're going outside of their comfort zone. I, I think that they need to just stick with the sci-fi concepts. And if they want to write something with feeling to it, because the Matrix really didn't have a whole lot of feeling except for the, you know, the part with Trinity, and then that kind of faded off, you know, it, it felt weird by the time he was blind, you know, but right. yeah, I think that they're missing their mark. I think they need to just stick to the sci-fi writing and let somebody else write the storyline. Yeah. Well, do, okay. you, do you think they're better directors, writers, or do you think they're glorified art directors? I, I think, like, I mean, going, going, by the, going by Jupiter Ascending alone, and maybe with pieces of the second and third Matrix, I think they're definitely not good directors because a good director would not have let Channing Tatum – I mean, they really missed an opportunity with a, a big star that – I mean, it was like, like, like his shirt coming off. Okay? And everyone knows his shirt's going to come off because he's Magic Mike. But my thing is that they, like, threw it right at the beginning of the movie, and then he kept it off right. just stupidly. Like, oh, come on, dude, just go ahead and put some clothes back on. You know, and so nobody – I don't think that they directed it very well, and I don't know why they just directed it with so little emotion. But my thing is that if you're going to make a movie with cyborgs and robots, that might work well. If you're trying to make a romance movie, that's not your thing, dude. Dude, and do that. Stay, stay in your lane, and and, and just make what you know. Mm, who um, are making a decision on the, 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 the well, what, what El, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Toby. One, El Camino said that uh, Google Mbaka Raw was in there as a uh, mouse girl. Yeah, she was one of the littles. <laughs> she was uh. one of the littles. Oh, that was a cartoon. And I, I didn't picture what you said, El Camino, when you said it earlier today when we were talking, but I saw a, 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 a photo of it on Shadow and Act, and, yo, she looked ridiculous. Yeah, she had those big-ass ears, yo. She looked ridiculous. Dude, I could, yo, I, yo, I can tell you a whole bunch of things that look crazy, but you ain't want, but you don't want me to spoil it, so I'm not saying. Right? It. No, no, and that's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying, like, if that was a sample, and 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 uh, Channing Tatum as a goat boy, which I've been calling him for the past uh, year or so since I saw the first trailer. Um, yeah, it's 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 like it's like Bob Ross said they had great elements, but then they had this other stuff. And it's like, what are you doing? You know, yeah. Um, private. Do you think that? Uh, <laughs> oh. I, I I shouldn't even be asking you this question, but do you think that the Wachowskis got the original Matrix story from that black woman that's been trying to sue him for twenty years? Well, they, she was successful. Yeah, she was successful. She, but she I, was successful, and they they settled out of court. I'm surprised. I, I don't. I don't because every time I follow, every time I follow that story. 
her being successful it ends up being a hoax. Yeah, well, I don't. It, it goes you know, back and forth. You know, I, I think they should. I think the maker is a Mega Zone Twenty Three. We should sue that black lady because she ripped them all off first. Yeah. Well, he, here's my thing with the. <laughs> here's my thing with the Wachowskis. I think that personally, I think they Matrix was a fluke. I I really do. I think they worked on that story for such a long time, taking different elements and, and put it together. They they actually spent the time to put everything together to make it work. And Why it, it did showed. the Matrix work? Why did it work? But because they, they spent know, I, they well no they spent a lot of time on it. They spent. I don't think so. I I I think it's that I do agree with you with that. I think that they spent a lot of time. But do but, you also agree that? It was all the new technology, and it was the stuff that we never well, seen before. Well, they also developed the bullet. They also developed the bullet time technology for that shoot for those shoots. Right. They, they 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 were part of that. So, but my, not just my that. Thing is, not, oh, go but, ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, my my whole thing with them, and I think Charlie Jane Enders over at IO9 probably said it best, was that they focus on making everything bigger and, and, and more extravagant and, and like, oh, my God, it's in your face. That They don't focus on the technical things like two camera shots, you know, you know certain, plots, certain plot developments. You know, they, they let the solo things that make a story flow and, 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 and work they they sort of like forget about that and it's like well, let's focus on the big fucking spaceships, you know, which is fine, you know, that's fine. They they are they they are whatever they've done in terms of visuals has been beautiful. I've never I've never discounted or any you know bad mouth of about those anything they've done visually, but as right. a movie as a story, no. finishers. Yeah, they they yeah they they can't finish. I mean, so no, they, they can't even. So they suck at storytellers. Yes, yes, I and in, it, even it, 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 I mean, both direction-wise and as writers. I mean, it's like they can't tell a story. They know how to make cool things happen, but it's the subtle things that make a story work with those cool things. Um, their 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 first film that they wrote was Assassins with uh, Stallone and Banderas. Did you guys like that story? No. no. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it too, but it was a remake of a uh, um, Charles Bronson story. They yeah. stole another thing. They borrow stuff. They borrow stuff. It's nothing, nothing no, no. that original about those when you borrow something, you actually give it back. And you have to give it back. You give credit. You don't give anything back. Yeah. They stole that satisfaction. Uh, before, yeah. we, before, before we get down on a slippery slope here, I just want to point something out. The, the lady who did sue the Matrix filmmakers did not win. Okay, so she did not. She did yeah, not. Because there are sites that keep saying that she won, and then you follow the trail, and it's like, no, she oh didn't. no! It's, yeah, exactly. So, and, and I don't know, man. I for, Wait, the, for, the, for listen for the listen audience that's not you know that's not uh, up on what we're talking about. There was a black woman that said that in the eighties there was a comic book 
story writing contest, and she submitted her story. And the story was, um, the, the contest was promoted by, uh, 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 what's his name, Silver? Oh, Joel Silver. Joel Silver. Joel Silver's company. And she never heard anything. She submitted it. She figured, you know, she didn't win or whatever. And then, like, you know, 10 years or less, well, maybe about 10 years later, something like that, she sees the Matrix coming out. And she wrote about technology and the third eye and, you know, uh, 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 the the character of Neo. She, I don't think she called him Neo, but she she basically wrote about a virtual reality and, you know, being able to access it and stuff like that. And the story was very close to what the matrix was. And she supposedly had notes and, you know, all this stuff, but unfortunately matrix and Joel Silver and, and, and the Wachowskis blew up so much that for her to get legal, the, 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 the legal defense to go against them would cost her all this money that she didn't have, basically. Yeah. Well, well Geekonius, two, two things. Geekonius in the chat is saying uh, he heard otherwise from his Hollywood sources said the reason for the mixed information is because people are under gag order, which kind of makes sense. Uh, mm. Second, I kind of tend to believe that her story because the same thing happened to me when I entered a contest for Sony for Resident Evil. Uh, I'm not going to get into it, but basically, you sign your life you sign your life away whenever you enter a contest. I mean, you got to read the terms and conditions that you yeah, exactly. fill out. Exactly. You so you wrote you invented Resident Evil? Yes, no, I was uh, there. No, I designed. No, long story short, I designed a poster for them, and they although they didn't choose it, they used elements from my design into another one that they designed, and so. Well, here, here, uh, and, I, and I called, and I called, and I called, uh, tried to call bullshit on. They read, and they sent me a letter back from legal saying read the fine print. So either way, I mean, there are a lot of. And then they stand sucker on the. Uh, yeah, more or less. Yeah, more or less. Wow. Yeah. And in really going, and really the third point of this is that the Wachowskis are known to taking different elements from different properties. They took stuff from Ghost in the Shell. They've taken stuff. From all over science fiction. Well, in... but that's not a secret, though. They said on the Matrix DVD, yeah. right? We wanted to combine all these elements that we love—anime, science yeah. fiction, right? You, right. you know, films, yeah. big stuff, and yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, they ripped off Simulacrum Three or World of the Wire. They ripped off Megazone Two Three. They ripped. They ripped off Dark City. They ripped off all this stuff. And people like, right. say, oh, it's what? Oh, Dark okay. City, yo. They ripped me off. Yeah, because that came out like a year and a half before uh, The Matrix came out. Yo, they yeah. ripped me off with, with getting my money from Matrix 3. <laughs> I think they ripped everyone off from their money from... They, from yeah, they ripped, they ripped all of us off. <laughs> Which is That's funny. funny. Well, just to mention uh, Cloud Atlas wasn't totally their fault. And, and like I said, I, I actually like the movie, but it's because I'm attracted to the concept. And how they how suddenly they told the spiritual side of the story, but Tom Teckler was also uh, a, a third uh, director on the movie, and I, I guess he wrote it too. And Tom Teckler, by the way, I always mention him. He did one of my favorite movies ever, uh, Perfume Story of a Murderer. Yeah, uh, and you guys should check that out. 
Or at least check out uh, his first film, Run Little Run. Definitely check out Run Little Run because it's a classic. It, it's it's a classic, uh, uh, you know, European film by Tom Techware. He also did another one. He did another one in between. Uh, heaven. I can't remember. Uh, say it again. Heaven. 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 What's it happen? Heaven. I think it was. Yeah, no, H E A. It's just the movie was just called Heaven. Yeah, yeah. That that movie was pretty good too, but freaking uh, Perfume Story of the Murderer, really good. So check those out. Um, what that one? Oh, Toby Wan. Is there anybody else calling in? Because CJ from the Three Black Geeks also said that he was going to call. In. So I'm not listening in or. No one from Talk Show yet, no. no. Okay, good. All right. Um, yeah, so Cloud Atlas, I I don't know. Cloud Atlas, I felt, was better than, of course, better than Matrix 3, better than friggin' uh, uh, Speed Racer. I, I felt like they were trying to climb back. And then they did Jupiter Ascending, which a lot of people don't appreciate. El Camino kind of appreciates it. But I felt Cloud Atlas was better than what I'm hearing about Jupiter Ascending. So I don't know. Do you guys think uh do you guys think that they should quit? I think I they think should... they should get a good team. Hold on. M night Shyamalan hasn't quit. Yeah, thank you. Why should they? <laughs> well, well, that's true. And my father should quit. <laughs> we're putting out headhunters for him. He's going down. <laughs> and I'll put I'll, I'll put the Wachowskis over M Night any day. Yes, yes. The, the difference between M Night Shyamalan and the Wachowskis is M Night Shyamalan owns his own production company. And he's loaded. Oh, that's mm. why he hasn't quit. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna have to burn that down. Let me ask you guys one last question. In order to, in order for the Wachowskis to convince the studios that they could make the Matrix, and like the private said, they were thinking about that story for a long time. In order for them to convince Not the studio to give them money for it, they they made down. They asked the studio, "Give us five million dollars, and we'll make a profit for you." And they made the movie called Bound. Or it wasn't even five million. It might have been like a, a couple million or a million. But they made the movie Bound, and the Bound made them made made the studio money basically. So, yeah. well, you know, it's because they're good at at showing something really pretty and and getting you hyped. They're really good at that. I mean, the movies do that, and like we said before, it just it doesn't pan out in the end. They don't give you a finish. They well. They, it's like I mean, so you gotta remember the first Matrix was made for sixty-five million dollars. That you can't even buy, you can't even buy a trailer for that amount of money these days. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that's so, true. I see you. I mean, the studio on the panel though, there, Keith Soul Brother, about oh, the yeah. Matrix and the Wachowski. Oh, JB, I apologize. Oh. Well, you should again. I know, Christ. You all mouthing in the back. But then again, you're a woman, and we're talking about sci-fi and stuff, and your opinion really doesn't, you know, matter Matter? too much. 
Ooh. <laughs> oh, this is, this is true. Tweet out some nice pictures. About hey, back, yo, back in the kitchen. Back in yeah, the- you're, you're getting panda pictures uh, up in your piece now. I have, hi, I'm Doc. I didn't know you were Geek Soul Brother this week. <laughs> I think I'm going to get something worse than pandas. I, just a bunch of fists would give me the finger. I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> Read between the lines. JD, I, I, I deeply apologize. What... Uh-huh. What um uh-huh. do you think their pitch game? Do, do you think that's it? Do you think they stay popular because better than directors, writers, uh, 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 visual effects artists, everything? Do you think that their pitch game is top notch? I I do. I think they're great marketers. I just think they suck at, at filmmaking. Uh, again, I agree yeah. with the Matrix was the, one of the, their best films. I saw Speed Racer. That sucked. I don't know how anybody could have liked that. That was crap. Uh, <laughs> it was crap. Watch it when you're it high. It was pretty colored. You know why some people, you know why some people like it, and and Dalek can uh, expound on it. But I, I think some people like Speed Racer because they really tried to bring the cartoon to film but give it something yeah. different. Yeah. But I saw the I saw the cartoon, and. That movie was a piece of crap and not a, a homage to it at all. You know, I mean, go do the cartoon again. If you're going to do a homage to the cartoon, do the cartoon. Do not try and bring it to real life and make it all pretty and then screw it up. The Speed Racer, the cartoon, was actually quite good. Speed yeah, Racer, oh, yeah, definitely. Why? No. Yeah. So, JB, we're, we're not going to listen to Dalek talk about animation, even though he's probably the expert with his, you know, the, the podcast over there. Yep. But um, do you think the Wachowskis have any chance of getting better? Or, uh, or do they need... No, no. <laughs> no, but do they, do they, from here on in, do they have to just not write anything and just be the visual focused directors that they are? Like, like can, you know, can, from now on, should they just absolutely have a writer for this well, story? They should absolutely have a writer, director, maybe a whole film crew. You know, maybe a production company. And just be a producer. They do have a they do <laughs> have film crew. They do <laughs> They do have a production company. That's uh... no, but they keep putting yeah, their hands into it. Yeah, thing with exactly. Jamie saying and just company and that well, film crew. They should step back from all of that. All right, we're real yeah. professionals. Do it yeah. The problem with Wachowski is, is they draw really good storyboards, and then they think they could just make that into a movie. That's funny. They need they need to back it up. Yeah, they should be making comic books. <laughs> they do make yeah. comic books. That's what they started in. And they should go back. They should go back. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I think we found um, Oh. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's about it. That's about it for Rise and Fall of the Wachowskis. That's that was a pretty good segment. I think we uh I think we put them under under the uh microscope and gotten to the reasons why they do what they do. I don't uh, think we've bought them yet though. I, I don't know. I think if the box if the if the box office for uh um doesn't improve and it won't, they will hit rock bottom. I think this is the point where their credit card gets a cut. 
Chop, chop. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. Real quick, TV talk. Uh, JB, why don't you lead us off with the talk of Walking Dead? Yes, baby. That was so awesome. <laughs> No, it wasn't it was awesome. Wait, what are you talking about? It wasn't awesome. It was kind of depressing. I did not need to watch that on my birthday. Thank you very much. Uh, it, was bad enough. it was bad enough. I was like, oh, man, one, two, three. I got too many black people on here. Wow, yeah. yeah. well, 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 dog. I didn't know you had a sex change to become J.D. Vieira. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, J.D., is there, is there a black male rule on the walking dead that can't be more than uh, two at a time? As soon as a new black male comes on, one has to go down. You were counting Why couldn't Why couldn't have been Noah? Four black exactly. men knocked off on that show in the last little while. Four. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, Dude. four. It was all, we're losing them like crazy. And they one weaker than the next. So what well, we still got, we, 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 wait till we, one Asian comes in. And, and now we got the Noah. Noah. <laughs> what is that? Wait till Asian comes in. Wait till another Noah. Noah's the biggest black male you could have. And now he's on the show. Yo, uh-huh. man, yo, I'm sorry not to cut you off, JD. Let me tell you, man, when Tyrese got killed and all that was left with Noah, all I could sing was, you are the weakest fleet. Hey, Chris. <laughs> well, on Twitter was we hate Noah. <laughs> Everybody why they gotta hate yo, Noah? Why not? Yeah, I didn't ever see that. What no, people are you following? Killed, yo. on, on, Noah got two oh, that was killed. hilarious. Because Noah when Tyrese got, got killed, all of a sudden everybody hates Noah was coming up. Wait, that was a JB. That was a hashtag. We hate Noah. Everybody hates Noah. Yeah. Why? No one is. Uh, he got two people killed. Everybody he got two people killed. Now he's yeah, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Did you, wait, wait, wait. You can't blame him for, for Beth, okay? You just. We, bro, we, yes, I can. Yes, we, we can. can. He was the reason why this dude took off and left her, son. He was. Out. Yeah, we, we do blame him for Beth. Because, just like Toby said, he, he bounced. That he bounced dude. on her. Out, yo, they, yo, he left her like like a one night stand, yo. He got what he wanted. He first of all, first of all, may I say that Noah missed out on some type of Olympic track uh, uh, career because he's been running faster than anybody on that Olympic. I'm like, God, you can't catch him. <laughs> kick, kick his good leg. Kick his good leg. <laughs> He can move. So, so, so. The spoilers, of course. Tyrese is gone. Uh, we only got Noah and the black preacher left. Yeah. And Morgan is still floating around somewhere. Weak black men on the show. So women are more yeah. ass but, than the men but, are. But listen, and and and. Bob Rob, are you still there? No, he, no, he left. He he didn't watch. He didn't watch the episode, so he didn't. He bounced off. Oh, he didn't watch it. Let's let's oh, let's watch. He didn't know what. Let's <laughs> all agree. Let's all agree that this show started out with a weak black man image with T Dog, not giving anything to the story. Not 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 you know, not putting anything forth in the story. You know, and, and he wasn't weak physically, but he 
he was a weak asset to the storyteller, right? He didn't, he didn't have any input at all. He really didn't provide really any input. Yes. He really didn't. He hardly had any speaking parts. There. So there, there, there's a history of weak black men, like even Tyrese. Now, I didn't read the comics. Some of you guys did, but, you know, according to what you guys were saying, Tyrese was not a weak dude in the comics, yet oh, here, we have him, here we have him babysitting, being bitten by zombies because he's, you know, looking at – it's not even his – relatives that he's looking at. It's pictures of Noah's relatives and he's getting all emotional. Yo, they even made his hammer smaller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he got, and he got bitten twice. Twice. Oh, twice. So, honestly, I thought the, uh, the episode was, at first I was like, what the hell just happened? Because all these dead people are showing up. And I'm thinking, right. what, did we walk into Twilight Zone or something? And by the end, <laughs> I was like, oh, it took him a long time to die. A long time. Not compared long. to a lot of people that died. That was pretty yeah. quick. <laughs> and they, did everything, yeah, they did everything that they could to save him, too, yo. Like... They, 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 they didn't freaking tourniquet his arm, which could have killed him. I know. Him. What is up with that? <laughs> what is up? Nobody and on top of that, and on top of that, I think they cut his arm much too close to the bike. Like that wasn't going to help either. They should have <laughs> cut it at the shoulder, yo. <laughs> <laughs> It's a world of difficulty. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> Come on, man. You talk about Michonne. Michonne can slice her head like no problem. She can't. No, we're talking about Titus. After you cut it so high. Yeah, how you gonna how you gonna stop the bleeding afterwards? Yeah. They didn't stop it anyway. What's the point? They sure did. They threw you know, they threw a towel over it. It was like, come on. They were and 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 what's up with Rick's driving? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> it was like he was stuck at every traffic jam. That was the worst. That was first. Okay, let's recap just real quick. Tyrese gets bit, first of all. <laughs> right? He gets bit. He gets bit in the boy zombie's room. Right, the arm. By Noah's brother. By Noah's brother. Yes. <laughs> by Noah's brother. Noah comes in, kills the boy with his own toy. Kills his little brother with his own toy. Did you guys notice? No, the, no, uh, no. It wasn't his little brother. It was the second zombie, wasn't it? No, yeah, it was his little brother. It was his little brother. He killed his little brother with the with the jet airplane. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. With the. <laughs> Did you guys notice the irony of the little zombie figure on the little yeah, brother's Yeah, no, uh, I did notice table? that. Yeah, I did notice that. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to tweet that. So so he gets bit, sends Noah out. No, Noah runs by himself again. Noah he runs. No, Mind you, Noah. Now, <laughs> you, he's bit in the arm. He's bit in the arm. Dude can still walk. Why do you leave him? Why do you yeah. help him out? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and then on top of that, Rick later on says, can you keep him up? Yeah, sure. And he drops him. <laughs> yeah. Easily. Easily. Tyrese could have gotten up and walked with Noah or whatever. 
right, but he's laying under the he's laying under the so Noah goes out. Noah goes out. Tyree starts hallucinating, seeing all the dead people, the governor, all yeah. of that. Meanwhile, Noah gets then, trapped in the gets trapped in the well, lab. No, no, then, <laughs> then, then we're, the audience is looking at the watch, like, why is it taking Noah so long <laughs> to come back? To, to he stopped running. He started walking. <laughs> and he got then trapped we in the zombies. We cut to the scene. We cut to the scene of Rick and Michonne and and and, and uh, uh, um, with Glenn. We cut to the scene of them talking and getting all depressed, and the, and then they hear Noah crying, and Noah is trapped under two zombies, like, like with his little spaghetti noodle arms, <laughs> trying to fight the zombies off. And then finally they go back. And then finally they go back. And Tyrese is in bad shape. They cut the man's arm off. They're carrying him to the thing. They're, they're carrying. Why is the truck parked so far away? Oh, did you see my tweets for that? No, no. I missed it. Oh, they were good. We'll walk through the woods, he said. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I did see that. I did see that. I retweeted it. That's right. I retweeted it. Yo, so they get, so they get to the truck. You want to take a walk through the woods. They get to the truck. They get to the truck. Rick starts it up. He's having trouble starting the car. He finally starts it up, and what oh, he does, he rams, into, he rams into another car full of zombie, what do you call them, what? No, no, they're like quadriplegic zombies. I mean, it's just like... No, but they were like head. cut off. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, it was just a chest and a head. That was it. It's a chest and a head. They're like... We're still in the other part of the park. They were like... <laughs> They were like Theodore Roosevelt's, you know, like like the bus statues that you see in like the White House and stuff. Wow. <laughs> wow. And then they finally get the car started, and of course it's too late. Uh, uh, Tyrese is seeing the Tyrese is seeing Bob driving, and no, Bob is like, "That's his driving. That's his driving. That's his driving. Huh? That's his driving. driving. Which is Walking unbelievable." Beth was driving. Oh my God, Beth was driving. How could that be? No, Bob was in the passenger seat. Beth was in the driver's seat. Oh, okay. I must have turned away. Anyway, worst zombie rescue ever. Worst. (laughs) Wait, it wasn't a rescue rescue ever. (laughs) I give that I give that rescue a one point (laughs) five. Where did those rescues go wrong? That was that was a zero point five. Like what are you talking about? Oh yeah, that rescue failed. Come on, that was a discussion later on to discuss what could we have done different. (laughs) Yo, uh, tie my arm. I would have been yelling. I'm like, okay, you was nice enough to cut it off. Tie my arm. Um, like really. Come on, man. Hilarious, yo. Hilarious. So, it's like, they, I mean, they tourniqueted. That's the thing that bugs me the most. They tourniqueted uh, uh, Herschel's, yeah, Herschel's leg when they amputated his with a belt. Why couldn't you have done the same thing? Nobody had a belt. Yeah, nobody had a belt. Tyrese, 
No, no, Rick had a belt. How else is he holding his freaking big ass gun on his head? Yeah, but look, if he got a belt. What about Tyrese? Yeah, Tyrese had a belt with his with his Somebody mighty had, hammer on or, there. Or they could have just took that that the, the rag that they threw over top of it. <laughs> what about all the what about all the zombies that was in the town? I'm sure one of them had a belt. Yeah, it's yeah, like, like, It was in a kid's bedroom. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, there was a belt in the drawer somewhere. I mean, I mean really, no one in Virginia has a belt on. I mean, seriously, <laughs> oh, first of Virginia, all, yeah, nobody has a belt. First of all, that's a black that's a house with a black family and boys in there in the south. Dad had a belt just Dad hanging in the closet. Hanging in the closet? No, it was on his chair. It was in just the a whoop somebody behind. Like, <laughs> just a whoop somebody. No, I, but I love the part where they were, you know, Rick and uh, I can't remember her name, were talking, and nobody's realizing that anything is wrong. They're doing their little argument about going to Washington, and I'm thinking, do you not realize it's been a really long time since you guys have gone away? And long time. Long time. And and nobody's thinking about Tyrese. They finally think, you know, finally get the zombies off of Noah. And I tweeted out, oh, now they think of Tyrese. I'll be fine, they said. <laughs> you know why? You know why? Because Tyrese killed an entire horde of zombies. Barehanded. Barehanded, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They taste that one. Yeah. yeah, and then and then killed the live guy afterwards. So he's like, yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll be fine. The black guy will be fine. No, the black guy is too emotional, crying at 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 the trouble pictures of little pictures of little boys at baseball games and crap. Yeah, that's kind of scary. The fact that it's. And then, have, and then have the governor show up telling them he's a bad person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we and, then, and then you have Lizzie Borden show up and say, oh, it's fine now. <laughs> like, well, her, Lizzie you know, Borden. Man. <laughs> that's, that's what, that's what out. Yeah, when, when they show Lizzie Borden, I'm like, oh, no, this is so, like some acid trip, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> if that's what happens when your life flashes before you, I'm good, man. Just, you know what was actually, <laughs> and you know actually pull the trigger. <laughs> you know, I don't want bad people coming back to me telling me I was a bad person. Just, just, no, I don't want good people coming back to me. I don't, I don't want crazy people coming back to me saying it's a good thing. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Bob was horrible too. The girls, uh, the girls were like a year older. Like, yeah. like they were so, they looked so old. Uh, being that the actor actresses, the little actresses were a year older. But yeah, Walking Dead was, um, it was something. It was something. <laughs> it was yeah, it was a way to come back. And also, real quick before we get off, um, uh, fresh off the boat. Oh, oh, yeah. That, I was like, that who show, are you talking about? Oh. That, that, show, that show is hilarious. It's hilarious, but, yo, <laughs> yo, white people, yo, white people are the devil in that show. <laughs> <laughs> like, they are so, like, cluelessly racist in that, like, way over the top, right? And I wasn't, I, I tell the truth, man, I was not feeling the only black kid calling the uh, the, the, the Asian kid the C word. 
I was not I was not feeling that from from my standpoint of being a black person, of course, but just wondering what they were trying to show there. But then El Camino brought up the fact that the star of the show, he was writing it from real life experiences, so who knows? He might have been in school and the black kid might have been like, Shut up, you know, whatever. So I, I don't yeah, know. I've but, seen it. Yeah, I'm not going to front, man. Like, you know, I'm not Asian, but I am a minority. And based on the two episodes that I saw this far, my personal experience was similar. Well, well, remember what Ruby says in Blackish black people can't be racist. So. Thank you for that. Black people. <laughs> black people can't be racist, but we can sure react to it. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't know what you guys think. You, you give uh, uh, fresh off the boat. You give a thumbs up, or you think it's a uh, you think it's it's going in in areas that maybe we shouldn't go into. Well, no, no. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm giving a thumbs up. I mean, it's it's just funny watching like people like people we follow on Twitter, like Alice Wong and a couple of others who are Asian. Just like yeah. reacting to it, it's just hilarious what they say. So it's like, I'm <laughs> oh, he got I, two I like, shows in one. Look at yeah, exactly. I got, I got the, the live tweeting and the actual show itself. It's, it's adding to, it's adding to the experience. <laughs> For you guys out there listening to the podcast, if you're not, if you're not on Twitter, just, just for the live tweeting, just for reading the live tweets, we all suggest because we, most of us were against Twitter. For, you know, for a minute, but then we jumped on it. Now we're finding out that it's, uh, you know, you can do some stuff on there. Yeah, definitely go live tweet. I mean, you have to go if you want to follow uh, hashtag uh, Saturday Night Sci-Fi. You have to go on Twitter. This is true. Yeah, all right. Well, that's about it. We got consensus that, uh, that uh, Fresh Off the Boat isn't as racist or as insulting as uh, people might have thought. But then again, a lot of people that weren't black thought that blackish was maybe racist and, and insulting to black people. And a lot of black people love it because of the nuances and stuff. So, you know, maybe ABC is doing something right. Maybe Disney is making uh, amends for a uh, song of the South. Who knows? Wait, no, it's a trick. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's making up for uh, Disney's uh, dislike of a certain uh, religious uh, sect, so, you know. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, so uh, movies coming out this weekend. Uh, some of us are interested in Kingsman, so check yeah. that out. And uh, The Private is definitely going to check out Fifty Shades of Grey. Sure. Is. Uh, no. Until it goes black. No. <laughs> no. No. He got his handcuffs ready. He got a. And then probably, I already, I already do Fifty Shades of Grey at home. I don't need to go see a movie about it. Uh, oh. After, after a movie, he's gonna find his own billionaire uh, sadist. <laughs> and we're not talking about the shades you got hanging up. Before we wrap this up, I should mention the late breaking TV news. What, what, what? what? Uh, that Jon Stewart is leaving The Daily Show within a year. Well, 
Okay. Well, that was recorded earlier today, yes, but... That is the longest spread out breaking news. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) It broke. It's not going to happen for a year from now, but it's breaking. Well, within Um, a year, within a few months. I got you. (laughs) It got smaller. That's breaking news. We got, uh, next week, we got Hot Tub Time Machine 2 which uh, some of us are kind of feeling it, and uh, something called Duff. Duff. You know, people I, don't, yeah, people are like, no, this is that's disgusting. So it just what what was that? What was that movie with Freddie Prince Jr. and I forgot the girl's name, but it's like the it, 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 the movie was in the early '90s or late '80s. It was. Uh, you know, it was that, like something that girl or something like she's that. She's all that. She's all that. But she's, she's all that. that. She's all that. That was like the late nineties. Yeah. She can hit. She can hit. I think we're so. What he's going? Did also, apparently, also, talk show is apparently. Yes, yeah, we, we, did. We, we did lose talk show. Yeah. Uh, no, no, we no, we lost Geek Soul Brother. Unfortunately, uh, nowhere is not allowing calls anymore. So I guess we have to. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so wrapping up. So yes, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey next week, and uh, yeah, King's Grand week after Hot Tub Time Machine too. You know, so. Uh, Hold on, Kingsman comes out this Thursday. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will be there. Same here. Be there. Just breathe. Just breathe, JD. Breathe. I breathe. I'm not going to. Yes, yes. Oh, nope. Geek Soul Brother. We lost you. Come yeah, back to us. Come back. Come back. Come back, Come back to us. What's up? Uh, again, follow us on follow Geek Soul Brother on Twitter, of course, Geek Soul Brother. Uh, also on Facebook and, and Google Plus as well. Uh, also follow the rest of the Five Nerdy Venoms. Uh, of course, you have Toby One Kenobi uh, at five, yeah at Toby well, One. Howard Kenobi. Toby. Yeah, Howard Toby. Yes. Uh, El Camino. Hillarican underscore Uno. Word. Uh, JD. Uh, Aaliyah underscore She. Okay. Uh, Dalek. Thanks, Surf Cyberman. <laughs> Cyberman. Uh-huh. What was up with the Eddie Murphy laugh? I... <laughs> <laughs> Of course, also follow the uh, M-Dog, M-Dog957, of course, Illuminous uh, with two E's, and myself, Jonathan J. Stone Zero. And, of course, for all your nerdy news, uh, check out uh, Five Nerdy Venoms, uh, F-I-V Nerdy Venoms. And uh, I guess that's it. Jonathan Stay Stone. Yeah, thank you. If you can hear this podcast, you do not need ears. No, no. So, uh, next week, uh, I we haven't fully picked a topic yet, but that does that's never stopped us. That's never that's stopped us. No, never. So until then, 
Uh, everyone take care. Have a good week. Enjoy uh, Valentine's Day. Don't kill anyone while you're out with your significant <laughs> other. And, or, your significant uh, other. <laughs> or kill your significant other for that matter. So until then, see you next Tuesday. Chill out. Peace. Stinky feet and hair grease. You know, if there's any episode of Geek Soul Brother I hope it never gets released again, I think this would be it. (laughs) It's already out in Geek. It's just we've encountered so many things tonight. It's just like, wow. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.